Okay, our Tuesday rant of the day, we'll call this one Too Close to Home. Usually when some of us think of Silver Creek, it's in a pleasing way. A Christmas tree farm, a very efficient but tiny post office, several respected churches, and for us at least, the home of one of our favorite pictures ever, that was the torted Georgia cyclist speeding by a community church and the famous creek. That's about more than a decade ago that photo was taken. Now go to Google, type in Silver Creek, and then also type in The Base. Hit search. You'll see mostly the same story pop up again and again and again about three would-be terrorists arrested by Floyd County Police and the FBI last week. You'll read about the commando-style training on a 105-acre site in southern Floyd County and about a plot to murder a Bartow couple because of opposing beliefs. Look a bit closer to see where that news media is, which news media is carrying that story. The Wall Street Journal, National Public Radio, Canadian broadcasters, community newspapers throughout the country. This story didn't just go state line to state line. It made international headlines. Good old Floyd County, Georgia, once again, were not put into the best of light. But here's the surprising thing. The story basically died overnight. We expected hundreds and hundreds of Facebook comments on our website and others after the arrest. That didn't happen. As of Monday, we've counted under 100 total on trusted and, yes, even some of the pretend news sites in our area as well. Aside from the training grounds being, quote, too close to my house, end quote, most of the comments and expressions were those of sadness. In addition to Facebook, we expected some calls for action or perhaps calls for increased vigilance. As of this morning, we've seen nor heard any of that. One of our questions is why. Yes, the story broke at the start of a three-day weekend. It became a headline on the eve of the weekend commemorating the life, the spirit, and the drive of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. But it also wasn't as if the story was competing with another big headline out there of the day. Are we afraid of the story or what it signifies, or does it ask questions few want to answer in the public arena? There were ties made to this story and to the rally Monday in Richmond, Virginia. Some reports say the three suspects arrested here were planning to attend the pro-gun rally. And then there have been some ties made between the Richmond demonstration and a planned Second Amendment Sanctuary County rally set for this Saturday in Armurchie. While maybe not apples and oranges, these actually are somewhat different events. From what we know so far, the Armurchie rally will draw politicians seeking your vote in the May and November elections. Several have been asked to speak. One in particular is wrapping herself in the Second Amendment in a bid to be your next representative in Congress. In some way, shape, or form, guns and politics will be big partners, shall we say, in the 2020 elections. Given the headlines of the past few days, we're just not sure exactly what we'll hear from those seeking office as we move deeper into the election year. But we're very anxious to see what you, the voters, have to say when those votes are counted in May and November. This is John Druckermiller from HometownHeadlines.com thanking you for joining us today. Continuing news updates throughout the day on HometownHeadlines.com. We hope to be at the Sheriff's uh, debate later on this afternoon. Other events coming up today as well, as well as the Community Foundation updates. Like we said, continuing updates on HometownHeadlines.com for now. Time to get out of here. We open, we close with the stylish renderings of Funky Druck from our good friend Harry Musselwhite. Have a great day in Northwest Georgia.